Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Just the Tattoo of Us. Hello. Now, in our last episode, we started what was a multi-episode guide towards getting your first tattoo and what to do, kind of how to go about looking at portfolios, finding an artist, scheduling an appointment, etc. So now we've gotten to the exciting part, which is actually going and getting your tattoo and, and the best practice. And a little bit nerve-wracking a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It is a scary thing. And then the first time the needle hits and you finally get a feeling of what a tattoo feels like, you definitely second guess yourself a little bit. You're like, what did I get myself into? What did I sign up for? Yeah, it's it's tough. But uh, in the end, you end up with a really great piece of art and it's worth it. And usually you end up wanting more. And the pain, the pain connects you to the art, you know? Mm-hmm. That makes it that like much more special. It feels like a sunburn or a rug burn. So mm. today we're going to talk, uh, be talking about what to bring, kind of how to comport yourself, how to behave, and a couple of other little tips and tricks, a couple of things that we learned from getting tattooed ourselves. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, and let's learn something. <laughs> so before you arrive for your tattoo appointment you need to prepare a little bit some of the things that i would recommend that you have on hand ready to go for your tattoo appointment the first one is some water because you're going to be sitting there for like three hours four hours you're gonna want to drink something or like an hour if it's your first i was gonna say i think i got i got a chunkier tattoo it wasn't quite like a six hour tattoo It was like a three hour tattoo for my first one Definitely think I would have benefited from starting with like a smaller one because my like third tattoo was only an hour and a half. Way easier to sit through an hour and a half tattoo. No doubt. My my rebel symbol was an hour and no. It was yeah. It was, it was like, like 90 minutes. minutes. Yeah. It was like an hour and a half. Yeah. So definitely easier to sit through. Starting with something small is definitely some good advice. I think we gave it in the last episode and if not start with something small and not an easy body part mm-hmm. but like me i did the exact opposite i got a bigger piece on a harder body part me too me too the chest is no joke it might seem like it's a easy you know big piece of muscle that you can tattoo Nah, it's near nipples it's near <laughs> armpits it's near collarbones those hurt horribly it is it's not a it's not a very good place. You definitely need some experience if you want to properly handle that one. Um, I've realized it's like pass out. it's like anything else. Like it's good to start with the basics and work up so you kind of can accommodate for it. I didn't really think about it like that when I got my first tattoo. I just kind of my thought process was is I know I want to get a lot, so might as well rip off the bandaid and get the hardest part tattooed first, get it out of the way, and then everything else in comparison will be easy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The other way I think would have been a lot better on my body and like made it possible to sit through that longer session a little easier. So for sure. But regardless of what length session you end up getting, make sure you bring some water. Make sure you stay hydrated. It'll help you just all the way around. And it'll help your skin. So it'll help that Mm -hmm. ink go into the skin a little better and hold better. And it'll heal better. Because hydrated skin is healthy skin. 
The next thing that I think people should definitely think about bringing is some kind of entertainment. Now, what I have down, what works for me is either a friend. For me, my tattoo friend, my tattoo buddy is my fiance, my lovely fiance. Of course, that's why we're doing this podcast. (laughs) My tattoo friend is also my fiance. The other thing to consider bringing is, especially if you're going alone, is your phone or a tablet and some headphones. And the pro tip that I have for just about anybody is download some stuff. Download some music. If you want to, you can make a playlist that lasts about as long as you think your tattoo is going to be. You could download some podcast episodes. You could download some episodes on a streaming service of your favorite TV show or a movie or two. Or a book. Depending on how long. You could bring a book or have a book downloaded onto your phone. Anything that will allow you to stay still doesn't require too much fidgeting, doesn't, isn't going to get you to move. Like, don't bring a video game. And you want to be able to just kind of like space out. Yeah. Just let it go, you know, be in the hands of, of your tattoo artist. We're going to talk a little bit about, you know, how you kind of just need to trust your tattoo artist and just let it happen when, when you're there. It's just at, at this point, your skin's in their hands, but we can get to that. So the other reason this helps is to download the stuff is you could stream it, but you might not want to use your data. You might have a spotty connection or the shop might not offer Wi-Fi or the Wi-Fi can be a little crappy sometimes. So, you know, just prepare, think ahead, anything that you can do ahead of time, especially like downloading stuff and making sure you have it, have access to it offline. It'll definitely help with the appointment. You could always listen to maybe record your notes from class, listen to class notes so you can study while you're no, that would be, tattooed that would be killer i mean that's a, <laughs> especially if it's a bigger piece like a big three block you know three hour block that's it's three hours of studying as long as you don't have to take any notes you can just kind of review and yeah. read and stuff because if you have to take notes you're going to be moving too much well i was thinking just if you can maybe record yourself talking or if you if your te- if your professor or teacher is the kind of person that doesn't mind recording them record them just listen back to it while you're i don't know i've never done that but i might help some of those students out there i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah whatever if if it needs to be for fun or something a little bit more serious whatever helps you stay still and uh allows your tattoo artist to do the best job definitely worth going that route the next thing that i have down is what to wear for your actual appointment Think ahead and make sure you have sort of an idea as to where you're going to get tattooed and what clothing would work best for that body part. Because with most areas of the body, or actually maybe not most, but with a lot of areas of the body, you don't actually have to remove any clothing to get it tattooed. With your legs, wear a pair of like loose shorts. Basketball shorts work really well. With your tops if you're getting your arms tattooed don't wear anything long sleeve because then you have to roll it up wear something short sleeved if you're getting your shoulder cap done you know anything sleeveless is the way to go just thinking ahead that way yeah these are to... good What's camisoles that? the cam like the spaghetti strap shirts yes definitely definitely i was gonna say when i got my ribs tattooed i i think i made a fashion mistake i i wore a sports bra thinking it'd be fairly easy fabric but hindsight i kind of wish i had worn like just a bikini because that's really easy to move and still be covered you know so 
And then on top of that, I think it would be a little bit of a lighter fabric rather than have, having something pressing down on the tattoo uh, when you walk out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, some of the other places you might have to remove an article of clothing, such as maybe a little bit higher up on the hips or anywhere on the torso or on the back, you're going to have to remove some clothing. Just be aware of that and plan ahead. A lot of places have little privacy screens, so if you really want to be private, they can put those up for you, no problem, make you feel nice and comfortable. The other note that I have, I'm not sure who would be insane enough to get a body part like this tattooed for the first time, but like if you want your first tattoo to be on your feet, wear something that isn't going to cover it up too much. Or if it is, it's going to be light, something like house shoes or slippers sandals. or sandals. Yeah, something that Jamaica. isn't going to. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I remember when I was working at Guitar Center, I had a buddy who got both of his feet tattooed while he was working there and he couldn't take any time off to heal the tattoos. So he kind of had to sit in a funky place with the dress code. He wasn't really allowed to wear like slippers, but he wore these slippers that were just shoe looking enough to where our boss just couldn't tell or he never really gave him any crap for it. But yeah. He kind of walked the line a little dangerously on that one. I'm surprised <laughs> our boss didn't actually tell him anything, but he was able to heal his tattoos. And then a week later, he was fine. So and I can't imagine how he had to wear like sneakers, just that rubbing and like constantly because tattoos, we'll talk about it in another podcast, but the way tattoos heal, you don't want to have friction rubbing against them. So definitely, definitely. That's a, that's one for the aftercare episode that's coming yeah. up right after this one. Stay tuned for that. So, yeah, for tattoos on your feet, but if you're going to get a tattoo done on your feet for your first one, you're kind of crazy and insane and, like, way too gnarly for me. Yeah. Like, I, I probably wouldn't get them done now, and I've been getting myself tattooed for a while. I, and, I want a foot tattoo, for... but, man, with work and, like, yeah, I don't know. Feet tattoos are kind of an awkward place. Mm-hmm. So back on to how to prepare for your tattoo. Make sure you have a meal before your tattoo and finding the right one, there's a bit of a science to it. You want something that is sufficiently filling but not super heavy because you want it to kind of carry you through your tattoo appointment. You don't want to get hungry in between and have to take a snack, even though bringing a couple snacks it's probably good. Something with some sugar, maybe some protein. Especially like on those longer haul ones. Yeah. Like the six hour tattoos. I wish I had known that for mine. Me too. I That's something I never really contemplated until a couple tattoos in was like, man, bringing a snack would be nice. <laughs> Definitely. And it's something that you can do to prepare and just be ready to go. So if you need it, you have it. If you don't need it, you know you had it and you can just save it for your next appointment. But, but make smart decisions with those snacks because essentially you're, you're losing a lot of blood and you're putting your body through a lot. So you want something that's going to replenish that, replenish your sugar, but not be too like synthetic because yeah, it's, it's kind of a hard process on your body when you think about it, getting a tattoo. No doubt you're losing blood. You're feeling all woozy. I remember when I got my first tattoo and this was going to be one of my uh, pro tips actually, you know what? Yeah. Let's talk about the pro tip. This is for this one. I'm trying to stick too much to the outline. <laughs> um, when I was getting my first tattoo done, I almost passed out 
I was feeling really woozy. I actually had to have my best friend drive me home. He came to our appointment with us and I was just, I was feeling real horrible. I had to take a break. And were you getting tattooed at that time? I think he was finishing up your tattoo. Yeah. So we went together and my tattoo started first and then it was, and it was my second tattoo and it was your first tattoo. Um, and you were there for a long time that night because I got home at like three in the morning. So I think you got home like must've been like closer to five or six. I thought, yeah, it was late. It was a late night. I could be exaggerating that, but I think you might've gotten home at like mid. No, I can't, I can't remember if my session started at midnight because the other session went late or what, something like that happened. But I got home really late. My buddy had to drive me. I was feeling really woozy. I almost passed out. And it was right towards the end of her session that I was just kind of walking around the shop. And her artist looked at me, took one look at me and noticed that I was pale. I was just kind of stumbling around. Uh, I was a mess. And he grabbed these little green tea candies and gave me one and said, hey, this is going to help. And so I ate it and it brought me back to life. All of a sudden I could see like everything clearly and I just felt like myself again. And I was able to finish my tattoo session because of those candies. So I have a whole stash in our pantry waiting for the day I get tattooed again because I'm going to take like eight of them. And again, you got yours in a kind of painful spot in a long how long was your first tattoo? Do you remember? Six hours on the chest. It probably could have been like four and a half to five had I like not moved around so much but it was my first tattoo and i was a little fidgety with it because it was a really long session but i toughed it out and i did in one session like this could have been a two session tattoo it's pretty big it's about the size of my hand on my right peck and it was gnarly yeah but it's gorgeous it held up like how long have we had it now Ooh, let's see I got it when I was 18, just before I graduated high school in about March, because of spring break. My parents weren't at home. Oops, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that's another thing about that night is we kind of, we I mean, they weren't they weren't there, so technically we didn't sneak out, but our parents did not know we were getting tattooed yeah. at the time because we were, we were legal, we were 18, but we were still living at home, so we thought they would be upset with it, but hindsight they were kind of once they found out we had tattoos they're all cool with it so yeah. my parents anyway. were out of town they thought i got mine in san marcus so yeah. hope they don't listen to this podcast or if they do they're not too upset oh yeah sorry about that <laughs> whoops but yeah make sure you bring something with some sugar some sucrose to carry you through your tattoo and then just before you actually sit down to get your tattoo go to the bathroom oh uh that's a good a one a note on the last one, avoid dairy and avoid caffeine. Caffeine's a diuretic. It's going to flush you out. You're going to want to take a poop break somewhere in between your tattoo. Plus, and, you're going to get jittery. Oh, yeah. You don't want that. You don't want to be shaking at all during your tattoo. And then dairy, dairy is just going to make you gassy. And no artist is going to appreciate that ever. No, don't do that to your artist. <laughs> please don't. And No, please don't. Uh, some people can tolerate lactose more than others, but most people are lactose intolerant. Just avoid milk and I think milky. My favorite before tattoo meal is just like spaghetti and garlic bread. I like a simple <laughs> sandwich. Just something, something to fill me up and carry me for, you know, three, four hours. 
After that, by then I'll feel woozy and I'll need a little bit of a sugar kick. So I'll take a green tea candy and maybe eat a power bar and then just finish the tattoo. It's much healthier than mine, but I like to carb up. <laughs> Probably good. I just like carbs. <laughs> Is it necessary? I don't know, but it works. So once you go get your bathroom break done out of the way, that's one less break that you have to take during your tattoo. The really important thing with this is it hurts more to take a lot of breaks and then come back into it because it feels like your like that first tattoo pain. Imagine that being applied to an already irritated skin like and a sunburn. Like, yeah, it's already irritated and open. I also feel like your body thinks it's over. So it's like, cool, time to recoup. And then you're like, nope. We're going back into this. Yeah, because our bodies, I think the healing process starts pretty much immediately. So it starts to heal it and starts to kind of do the process to lock it all in and to kind of heal that skin. And then you're basically just tearing that skin up again and opening that skin up again and having to do that. It hurts more. I know mine definitely hurt more and made me have to take more breaks. The more breaks I took because it hurt more. And when when those when the white comes out, when those white highlights start to put in because it's the last color that they use and your skin's already irritated. If you take less breaks, your body's going to thank you so much because those white highlights hurt so bad when you yeah. take a bunch of breaks. It's just they're miserable. Because you're putting it on like layers of like rubbed off skin. Yeah, no, it's 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 rough because you're going over. Usually the white highlights are applied on places that have already been tattooed. They already have ink on them. They've already been torn open. And on top of that, they're applied with a single needle, which focuses all of the pain in one tiny little space. So it stings like a, ooh, I'm not going to use that language. I think, I think single needles hurt less, like the liners and stuff. But At first they do, but to me, the distributed pain of the shading needles, it's easier for me to handle because once the skin is already irritated, distributing that pain kind of distracts me from the focus pain. But then that really focused single needle pain, just I can't ignore it. It just needles yeah. at me and it I hate it. That's my least favorite part is the white highlights. That's yeah. the part that I definitely have to toughen up and just like just will myself through it. Yeah. And that's I think something that's worth mentioning is like what to expect with the pain. Like and I would say it's really not the worst pain I felt. Like, I've broken both my arms, and I would take, obviously, tattooing over. And it wasn't, like, a bad break. Like, there was no bone exposed or anything. It was, like, a little fracture, but definitely I would take tattooing over that. It feels like a rug burn or, like, a bad sunburn, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just about. And it heals kind of like one, too, especially the sunburn. Yeah. Or, like, when your friend takes your wrist and does the little twisty twist yeah i don't know what that's called but so you have taken your bathroom break you've had a meal you're prepared you've got your little fanny pack of supplies ready to go what's there left to do but get tattooed so now you're in the chair your artist is hovering over you you're hearing that machine go bzz, bzz, bzz. <laughs> so now your skin is in your artist's hands and there's some things to kind of consider because now you've gone through the process of selecting your artist and you've been diligent about it. And here's where it pays off, because if you trust your artist completely, you're going to 
sit a little stiller. You're going to kind of let them do their thing a little bit more. It's going to work out for you a whole lot better than if you don't trust your artist, if you're going into it a little bit hesitant. And it kind of manifests itself, I feel, in looking down. We all kind of want to micromanage our tattoo and look down on it because it's our skin and we're worried about it. But it's also their art and they're doing their artistic process and you just need to let that happen. So if you can, try not to look down often. If you do, try to time it to whenever the artist isn't working, when they have to maybe swap a needle, adjust the colors, or just kind of readjust themselves in their seat. It definitely helps to... You know, just kind of let them do their thing, not hover. Don't kind of breathe over them. It's kind of awkward if you do that. And, you know, some artists like to chat. Some artists like to be friendly. Some artists just like to, you know, plug in some music and hyper-focus and just go through their process. So if they are, you know, just not really available to talk, just don't bug them. If, you know, they're adjusting their music or something, maybe you can ask them a question real quick. But you know, if, if they if they're not listening to anything, you can ask them some questions, maybe talk to them a little bit. They'll be friendly. They'll they're all really friendly people. But yeah, you know, don't bug them too much because ultimately they're trying to go through this artistic process. And the more focused they can be on your skin, the better the product will be. And nobody wants to walk away with a crappy tattoo. That's true. I'm a, I'm a bit of a like a chatty person. I I usually ask my tattoo artist like, hey, do you my or, you know kind of like watch because if they put headphones in that's a pretty obvious indicator they don't want to talk but if they like don't sit with their headphones if they you don't see them whip out any music or anything i'm like hey would you mind if i like if we talked <laughs> i don't know and usually i feel like i've had a few tattooers that are more than happy to talk um the second tattoo i got um with xavier he was he was fine with me talking and i honestly help me get through it i feel like or if i get to talk to you like that's much easier than just sitting there in silence or i don't really like listening to music i'd prefer yeah. talking but for my forearm piece i like talking to you and i like being able to kind of just carry a conversation with you yeah. it distracted me from the tattoo it just yeah a little but that's why to... oh that's why i take you so in case there's an artist there that does not want to talk i still have a buddy for sure so you can be respectful no doubt so the needle hits your skin and ouchie, it hurts. This is where you really find out what tattoos feel like is the moment that needle hits your skin and you start questioning every decision you've taken right up until this, this very moment. You're like, what did I get myself into? It'll go away, but it's going to make you want to take a break right off the bat. It's going to make you want to take a break. It's going to make you want to just like let it sit and just like, calm down it's going to be irritated just let it happen the longer you can go the longer you can tolerate that pain just constantly building 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 the less pain you'll feel later on when you have to go back in after a break and it's like the same starting pain just a thousand times worse i would i would equate the pain to like if you were to take your own nail and kind of push as much pressure as, as you can on like your skin and then scrape like it kind of feels like a scrapey motion of your skin that's hot and then increasingly gets worse so like if you have cats and like your cat's rough and scratches you sometimes you could probably handle tattoos that's if you're a person that's clumsy and like falls on carpet a lot and that doesn't bother you 
<laughs> if you're a person who gets burned a lot by the sun. Yeah. Please wear sunscreen. <laughs> For sure. Especially if you have tattoos, man. You got to take yeah, care take of your skin care if you have them. tattoos. Take care of your art. It's like a canvas painting that needs a little bit of regular maintenance to keep it looking uh, fresh. Keep it looking presentable for a museum keep keep your tattoos museum quality bro because that's that's why you have this beautiful museum to show them on <laughs> so you're going through your tattoo and it's just feeling like you can't take it anymore and you're about midway through and you're like how am i going to be able to finish this you don't have to right then and there there is absolutely no shame in tapping out of a session and most tattoo artists were, are going to be totally cool about it. Um, in fact, if you have any really big set, like I've done four to six hour sessions. I probably would do a six hour session in two, three hour like chunks, two weeks apart, because that is way more tolerable than just sitting there for six hours getting tattooed. Just four hours is a lot. Mentally, it is. it's a lot. You're just sitting there just going through your own thoughts over and over and over again, having the same conversation with the same person. Not saying that like our conversation was like bad, but towards the end there, like you just kind of run out of some things to say and you're just like, hey, how's the weather? And like you're looking down and seeing if your like artist is done because you're sitting there for four hours not being able to go experience anything new. You're just yeah. there. So... Yeah, it can get a little tedious. Don't be afraid to split your sessions. And don't forget to tip your artist. Yeah, that's important. Mm -hmm. And actually, that brings us to some basic shop etiquette because we talked about friends and bringing somebody. There's kind of some rules to follow, which to me is about... To me, the rule of thumb that I like to abide by is one friend per individual getting tattooed. Yeah. Right? Because just sometimes you need moral support, but you only need one person for moral support. So if you and I are getting tattooed and we're both getting tattooed at the same time, I could bring Keegan, you could bring, you know, Kendall or Molly or somebody and that would be okay. Although I don't mind just having like, like when Keegan took us, I thought that was enough because the room, usually like, I think people don't realize when they haven't had a tattoo, like either the tattoo space, if it's an open, like, concept it's still not a whole lot of room for everybody and you know if everybody brings two friends it's kind of a lot of people bouncing in and out of the space and like the shop that juan and i have primarily gone to they their last time we went had like little sectioned off rooms and i just can't imagine having like i don't know it's just sometimes the shops are a little too small and it's hard to accommodate for more than just like one person so yeah keep your group small Keep your groups as small as you can. Um, watch your volume with your friends and make sure that they're not roaming too much and disturbing other people. Like if you're a stranger and you're getting tattooed and some random guy just shows up and just starts watching you get tattooed, it it's gets weird. a little awkward. It's awkward for the artist. It's awkward for the person getting tattooed. It's just an awkward situation. Don't do it. Also, everyone in, is uncomfortable in the very least. And when people are uncomfortable, they're cranky. So you don't want to be making people cranky while they're saying they're trying to get their tattoo. And also that kills the experience for them. So think about other people, you know? For sure. And as much as you would like to, be sound of mind. As much as you would like to have a drink before or didn't take whatever substance you want to take before, it's best not to. 
alcohol will thin your blood so you will be bleeding you will it'll just be a mess it won't heal as well as it would it also dries out your skin i was gonna say it dries your skin out and you know if you take substances or if you drink alcohol your tattoo artist isn't there to babysit you when you're not sound of mind they're there to tattoo and if they have to babysit you it's gonna be a pain for them and they're not gonna want to tattoo you again so and you know you can just be difficult you'll be fidgety you'll be moving around it's not worth it some artists will be cool if you smoke cigarettes but if you have a non-smoking artist they're gonna find the smell really disturbing so if you can try to avoid going for a smoke before or during your appointment and if you do end up taking a uh, smoke break if your tattoo artist is cool with it maybe he's a smoker too or she's a smoker too and you know you decide to take a a break together it's gonna hurt more when you get back because i mean however long it takes you to smoke that cigarette your tattoo is going to be going through the healing process and then you're going to have to just reopen a little bit and really dig into there and it's just going to irritate it's going to suck so be aware of that try to plan for that if you are planning on yeah go numb yourself out after the tattoo do whatever you want as as soon as the tattoo is over oh that might disrupt the healing process so think about that but after that after yeah but after you're out of your tattooer's hands then do it do what you will to get yourself going you know because you're gonna be in pain and achy but just make sure you're not a big baby for your tattoo artist to take care of and Make sure you smell nice. Wear deodorant. Oh, I didn't have this on here. Wear deodorant. Like, don't yeah. smell bad. Like, if you went to the gym right before getting your tattoo, you're awful because nobody needs to be smelling your sweaty self, your sweaty, gross self. Plus, then your skin's going to be compromised. Like, it's not going to be as sterile. Yeah. And then, you know, it's the same thing with, like, the 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 smell of cigarettes. Like, you, nobody wants to hover over somebody smelling like cigarettes for three hours, two hours. So... Why would you do that to an artist? If you can spend the two, three hours without taking a break, like, please do, because that's just being courteous to your artists. And the last, oh, arrive early if you can. If you can, just arrive a little bit, 15, 20 minutes early. That way you show your artists that you value the time that you're paying for, that you value their time as well. And sometimes some artists will have somebody that flakes on them or they will have a consultation that, you know, gets done in and out 10 minutes. And they're like, hey, what do I do with myself for 20 minutes? I'm sure they'd rather tattoo. They'd rather be earning money. Then, you know, they can kind of put a little bit more effort into your tattoo and not feel like they have to rush it to finish out before their next appointment comes in because they might have to run over. Just gives them some leeway. So it's good practice show up a little bit early with with everything in life yeah i i think it's the right it's the decent thing to do keep people's time in mind exactly and along with that if you can't make your appointment try to give your artist as much uh heads up as possible because they might want to reschedule that time for somebody else because now that's time that they're not getting paid to tattoo that they had they were banking on some income at that time that now they're not going to have and they might want to replace that time with someone else's tattoo so just be courteous uh last minute flakes with no warning is directly affecting you know how much money they make how they provide for their families and how they make a living making ends meet it's not fair to play with that so yeah make sure you give a heads up for your artists so that they can make some money 
Money's nice. Mm -hmm. And speaking of money, we repeat it again. Tip your artists. artists. Some artists, the money from the tattoo, a lot of that will go to the shop. A lot of that won't even go to them. So any little bit that you can throw in there, it's just they're providing a service. And with the service-based economy that we live in right now, it's just courteous to tip. So they're providing a service. You can show them how much you like that service by throwing a little extra. And I know they'd appreciate it. And I, I noticed you mentioned at one point that uh, someone ordered a pizza for their uh, artist. Yeah. Handle the dairy just fine. <laughs> way through, like, go for it. And I'm sure the artist would totally appreciate it. I think that. they were there for a, I was going to mention it, but I'm sure they were there for a much longer session. One of those, like, really long haul ones. And they just broke it up with a pizza order. And I thought to myself when I saw that. If I was a tattoo artist, that'd be pretty dope. I would I would appreciate some pizza after all that hunching over with a heavy vibrating thing. Now, if you know you can't handle the cheese and the pizza, yeah. just Yeah, guys. Maybe you got a rice bowl or something. <laughs> yeah, the artist get a get a rice bowl for you too. So that's all the time we have for this week's episode of just the tattoo of us. I think we ran a little over the half an hour, which is totally fine. Join us next time where we talk about probably the most important part of actually getting a tattoo, the aftercare, the healing, and how to take care of your wound baby. <laughs> Gross. Bye, guys. See you guys next week right here on SoundCloud with just the tattoo of us on KT Stuff. See you guys next week.